Are you also tired of one-size-fits-all weight loss plans? Meet Noom, the personalized solution that meets you where you are. Noom is able to understand your unique needs, from dietary restrictions to medical concerns. Unlike restrictive programs, Noom embraces your lifestyle and choices. Discover a sustainable approach to weight loss, tailored just for you. Honestly, Noom felt like it was made for me. It's not just about what I eat. It's about understanding why. With Noom, I've learned so much about myself and built healthier habits that stick. It's all about progress, not perfection. Say goodbye to restrictive diets and experience the Noom app for yourself with personalized lessons and expert coaching. Noom's psychology and biology-based approach has helped over 5.2 million people achieve their goals. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first-ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Star Wars 7x7 episode 2407. You know what I realized that we haven't talked about yet on this show? Andor, the series that's coming to Disney Plus in 2022, at least, fingers crossed for that. We never talked about it after they had the big announcements on the Disney Investor Day, so I thought I'd revisit what's going on with Andor right now. Punch it. Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So Andor is officially the name of the series that stars Diego Luna, who is reprising his role from Rogue One, a Star Wars story. It is fascinating how all of the Disney Plus series so far seem to be named after their characters, right? The Mandalorian, Andor, Kenobi, Rangers of the New Republic, which is presumably going to be about those rangers. The Acolyte, which is going to be about the Acolyte. Ahsoka, right? <laughs> well, you know, I guess it's a good pattern to get into the Book of Boba Fett, right? And yes, like I said at the top, Andor as well. And I have to say that Diego Luna's enthusiasm for it is so infectious. It was just a joy to revisit the sizzle reel that they produced and him talking about, you know, the sets and preparing for the stunts and the bittersweetness of the premiere of Rogue One, a Star Wars story, knowing that character was going to die in the movie and then just the magic that happens for him as he gets called back to reprise the role for this sprawling, epic series that's coming to Disney+. Plus. I mean, I think that's the thing that struck me the most in watching that sizzle reel and the reveals from the Disney Plus day, that there's going to be 12 episodes, that there'll be 200 named characters and 6,000 people for crowds. I mean, that just doesn't really happen these days. That number of people in a movie shoot it's crazy it really is I mean I was just reflecting with someone about how yeah, I signed somebody's cast somebody who is you know a bit older than me and had um, broken their leg and I signed the cast with MMMMM and the guy looked at me like I was crazy and I went cast of thousands because that was 
the joke from the movie previews of, you know, the 60s and 50s when they would get these giant biblical epics and they would say, with a cast of thousands because they would have so many extras on set. And that actually went over really well, I was pleased to say. He just kind of lit up and went, <laughs> when I did that. And so... That was a, a wonderful moment, and I was reflecting on the fact that there's not going to be anything like that very much anymore. Just the way movies are made, it's going to be rather unlikely to have a cast of thousands. But here we are with Andor, and it will literally be a cast of 6,000 people in this series. At least the first season of the series, because... Alan Tudyk, who was supposed to play K2SO, it was announced that he was going to be in season one of this, is now not going to be in season one, but Alan is saying that he may appear, he may yet appear in future seasons of the show. So that's, of course, assuming that season one goes well, you know, fingers crossed, you know, our lips to God's ears, and you know the fact that they're thinking of this epic of a scope and they're thinking of multiple seasons? Amazing! And unfortunately, we don't know any other casting announcements or relationships to actual characters. So we know Genevieve O'Reilly is back as Mon Mothma. We know that the cast list currently includes uh, Adria Arjana, Stellan Skarsgård, Denise Goff, uh, Kyle Soller, and Fiona Shaw. But we don't know who any of those folks are playing, if it's going to be entirely new characters that we haven't yet met or characters that we have met before in other Star Wars storytelling, I should say. Ah, goodness. And, you know, there's not a lot in terms of secrets revealed by the sizzle reel. So, you know, they showed sets being built, they showed you know, creature workshop stuff, they showed concept art. Really fascinating. I think the only thing that I saw where I had a moment of, ah, let me check this out, was in looking at the concept art and they had some stylized Arabesh graphic representations there and it looks like it's just initials of things one was an snm and another was a zaq but impossible to say what <laughs> either of those acronyms have anything to do with if they actually have anything to do with anything or if they're just you know representations of how they might style the arabesh font as they use it in various places throughout the series one thing that we do know which actually gives us a bit of perspective is that it's been reported this is supposed to take place five years prior to the events of Rogue One, a Star Wars story. And so it's about the building of a rebellion, as Diego Luna puts it in the sizzle reel. You know, and even that kind of struck me as fascinating in the sense that Diego Luna was 37 years old when Rogue One came out. And he is going to be, you know, what, 41, 42 years old as he's filming this and it's taking place five years before the events of Rogue One. So he was 37 years old in a movie where his character was 26 years old when he met his untimely end. And as a 41-year-old, he's going to be playing a 21-year-old. Otherwise, the character is really ripe for filling in of a backstory and a history because there's been precious little told about Cassian Andor's background. In the Rogue One Ultimate Visual Guide, there's information about some of his aliases that he's used in the past, but as far as like missions he's been on, we have 
practically nothing except for the Rogue One mission. There's also the Cassian and K2SO one-shot comic that came out as part of the promotion of Rogue One, A Star Wars Story, and that is sometimes referred to, at least, you know, Wikipedia as the mission to Wessico, and that is the mission where he meets, captures, reprograms K2SO. So the fact that Alan Tudyk is not going to be in season one of Andor does very strongly suggest, then, that the events of the Andor series are happening before this mission to Wessico, because there's no date in the canon storyline right now for when that mission takes place. There was also something that happened in Star Wars Adventures, which I think was something along the lines of adventures in Wookiee sitting, <laughs> where they had young Wookiees that they were taking care of, and K2SO was involved in that Star Wars Adventures story, so also the Andor series seems to be taking place prior to those events. I think we're, you know, rolling the dice with the idea that if K2SO isn't in the series at the start, then it's because they haven't met yet, because they do seem like they get attached at the hip <laughs> to some degree, or at least that's, I guess, the kind of feel that you have from Cassian and K2 as we watch them interact in Rogue One, A Star Wars Story. But then again, maybe not. I mean, Cassian was at the Ring of Khafrain, and K2 was on Wobani, so, eh, you know, maybe that's not the right way of thinking about it after all. We'll see. But that pretty much sums up where we are with Andor. They are filming now. They started filming in November of 2020, toward the end of that month. And based on the fact that it's going to be 12 episodes, you know, that does strike me as being a you know, bit longer of a production schedule, comparatively speaking. I mean, if they are half-hour episodes, then we're talking six hours of screen time. So that's three times as long as a movie. So, you know, principal photography could be going on for a while. And as we get new updates about what's going on with that, then we'll share them here on the show. All right, that's going to do it for today's episode. It just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it, as always. And may the Force be with you, wherever in the world you may be. Star Wars 7x7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items, are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited, other respective trademark and copyright holders, may the Force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.